It's time to play the show. The bell has rung, and that big show might be over. But it's time for us to bring wrestling information you can enjoy with the match predictions, analysis, the ups and downs of professional wrestling, all reaction, some beverage drinking to bring you logic on tap with your good brothers. It's time for you to look into the eyes of Howard Blues and the Mark Kidder on Beer, Blues, and BS. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a special wrestling review episode of the Triple B as we talk about the Royal Rumble. Don't adjust your screens. No, I may not be wearing the glasses, but I am still the living embodiment of Charlie Brown, Howard Blues. And hey, yeah, I make that joke because yes, I am in the same room as the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Because I actually watched this event. It's amazing. It is. It's a small miracles. Once every like two year miracle that I actually tuned in for a wrestling show. So, yeah. well, Howard, it's great to have you here. Yeah. I'm happy to have you on the southern set of the Triple B. Yeah, it's, it's a little roomy down here. Yeah. Mm. We could even set up a desk back here. Do this on a normal basis. Yeah, it's a hell of a commute down here. <laughs> every once in a while, and uh, of course. Not only did you get to watch the show, another member of the Triple B family got to watch it. And he's, of course, joining us right over on the side, right over here. Rude boy, Kyrr, a welcome to you. That's me. How are you guys doing? <laughs> now that we got technology working. We're All right. Good. Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. All right. So, Howard, how do we normally do this thing? We start drinking first, right? Uh, usually. Usually we do. But, it's it, man, it's like 11 o'clock, and uh, Howard still has to commute back to, you know, mm -hmm. the northern Triple B base. <clears throat> yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. But, but, I mean, listen. Oh, he's got two! Oh. <laughs> I mean, he's living the high life. He's doing a double tap on tap right away. Yeah. But don't don't let my not drinking slow oh. you down. Oh, if, okay. If you wish to have something, I can, okay. I can reach into the handy triple B fridge. I can have one for Howie. Yeah, 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 he's going to have one for you. Awesome. Uh, let's see, what uh, one should we have? I, I got a selection of five right, right there next to you. You know what? Here's what we're doing. Okay. Blind pick. Fridge oh, man's choice. Hey, it's the one that was recommended, and that... Is everybody's favorite what's on tap is uh, happening. Here's what we do right off the bat. It is the Rhombus Guys Brewing Company Iconic Blonde Ale. Of course, Rhombus Guys Brewing, uh, I don't now defunct, I guess? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know, essentially. But out of uh, El Forco Grande and it's Rhombus a Guys, uh, this here uh, brew is an ale proudly brewed in El Forco Grande, North Dakota. Government warning. 12 fluid ounces, 4.8% alcohol by volume. About the beer, it's easy drinking and approachable. The iconic blonde ale is brewed in North Dakota with North Dakota grown. Two-row malted barley, a touch of honey malt, and the finest Pilsner malt. These ingredients are accompanied by a small dose of American-grown hops. It's tall, it's blonde, and I'll take another. Rhombus Guys Brewing Company is located downtown Grand Forks, at least it was, and is no longer in the old Metropolitan Opera House. The mission to bring you great beers on every occasion. Sit back, relax, enjoy the ride, kind of like what we say here on this show. 
Dopey Square, drink outside the box, rhombus guys in El Forco Grande. Rude Boy, which one are you going with first on your side of things? I'm pretty sure I've had I, this before. You have. Well, I'm going with the Finnish Long Drink. This is the strong citrus variety and 8.5% alcohol by volume. The legend of Finland since 1952. Two! Two, oh, By yes. the way, I'd like to point out that we got Big D in the chat saying good evening, sunshine. Good evening, Big D. Sunshine, singular and not plural. So who's he talking to, you or me? (sighs) Ah. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate the uh, shout out and uh, welcome all the sunshines in the chat. Sunshine shooting out of your ass. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, the, The trolling minister keeps trying, but things happen. Yeah. Okay. What? How do we do this, Howard? Well, it's, I was, I was it's go- been a month. I was, was going to ask, you know, Kyle, yes. what, what do you think of that uh, strong style uh, long drink? Because uh, I had that recently, and it's it's pretty good. I will say that it is the uh, the best of their varieties because it uh, it it packs a punch if you can uh, if you can pace it at the right amount. It. it uh, I'll give you a decent buzz, and uh, I will say it accompanied me along the way throughout this evening's uh, wrestling activities. So I uh, I have good things to say about it, and uh, all I mean it's it's something that if I were to compare it to one of my other uh, go-to beverages, it'd be kind of like a. Uh, um, Maybe a uh, a quality vodka with, um, I'll say, a squirt soda. So a little bit of fizz, a little bit of kick to it, but yeah, I enjoy it. Nice, nice, nice. Well, Kitter, you threw it to me to describe how we do this. Uh, the usually because we, we changed it up because I'm here in person, uh, but Kidder and I have been doing this now for way too many years, and uh, we, we like to make predictions kind of a little bit of a contest between us to see who can predict the most matches correctly. Winner gets the defunct WWE pay per view bragging rights. Uh, I, I'm currently the holder, uh, the whole pay-per-view. Do, do I, do I maintain it or do I lose it? We'll find out. Uh, everybody has to lock their picks in beforehand and Hey, fun twist, because if you saw our prediction video, which went out earlier today, uh, you know that we're also competing against AI, uh, because the local geek joined us for the prediction show. And since he doesn't watch wrestling, he, uh, he just asked Google Bard for its views. So can we beat AI? We'll find out all of that. So, mm. uh, so are we going versus the geek or the bard? Uh, we're going against the bard this time, and not to be confused <laughs> with the bar, because only one of the two members are still in WWE, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the other didn't even show up tonight. Yeah. Well, so usually, we usually we talk about the pre-show. Yeah, but. Uh, there really wasn't much to the pre-show, except for some great trolling of the audience. I know they were ticking you off because they were kind of distracting as they were going. But uh, yes, Florida man was live, loud, and on location. 
<laughs> yeah, I, my my favorite was for a while behind Booker T, the the one guy who just was like constantly like agreeing and like hyping up whatever Booker yeah. T was saying. And Palm just, tree guy, yeah, or anchor man, anchor, yeah, <laughs> anchor man. <laughs> he had anchors on his shirt. So he's, yeah. yeah, he was just sitting behind like Booker T, like oh uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, uh huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the stuff. That's but, the but stuff. I think that the the uh, the panel that was doing the pre-show got back at him when they made their prediction about the Super Bowl being the Ravens versus the 49ers when they had the big guy with the big sign in the background saying, go Detroit Lions. And it, it felt felt like it came complete circle, but it was uh, a wild hour of speculation. I, truthfully, I just thought somebody was, you know, mistaken which event they were at you know they they raced to the arena and they accidentally grabbed their go detroit sign maybe it was maybe it was a uh, a premonition of what was to happen later on in the evening oh maybe somebody didn't take their alzheimer's meds oh yeah, yeah. happens to the the best and the worst of us so well uh, additionally, the other I'm not on any of those medications there who were uh, putting messages on their phone that you could barely read, thankfully. But then also he was getting hot. He was trying to trying to show off his invisible abs and stuff. Guy, guy was. I'm going. sure there's plenty of uh, spray paint uh, ab locations on St. Pete. So yeah, yeah. So that 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 was really the highlight of the pre-show. Yeah. And, uh, not not that we would need any of that type of service, so yeah, built. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourselves. <laughs> hey, that's where the championship goes, okay? <laughs> oh yes, here we are. Um, so I suppose now that the pre-show and the predictions have been locked in, <laughs> and there were no matches as usual. As 92% of the time. It happens every time. Yeah. Uh, I suppose we could just discuss the show itself. The graphics. Not too bad. You know, they're all right. They got a little lightning shooting out here, shooting out of the posts, shooting across the lines. I did notice the reds and the blues behind there. Kind of laser beamy. That's what Dynamite's going with, with AEW. I sense a lawsuit. I Probably sense not. Just a lack of creativity, but that's yeah, maybe maybe that too. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the the shots of the lights and the big back scale, and then when they went to the outside drone shot above the stadium, you could see the the soft glows on the the dome on the outside since it wasn't in a uh, enclosed sorry 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 it wasn't an outside stadium even though the they they play in the tropical florida area that that might need occasional rain protection but it was cool to see but what if it rained during the royal rumble it's happened before well Let's do it again, damn it. It was it was two years ago. They postponed part of the rumble on night one, I think it was. It might have been night two. Whatever. It got postponed for like forty five minutes because a thunderstorm rolled through. They could they had to shut it down. Shut it down! And that's why having a closed air stadium for a pay-per-view is a good idea. There you go. Uh, yeah. 
So the graphics were pretty good. Basically a reuse from last year and kind of the last year before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started up. If only we knew some guy that did graphics. Yeah, I know. It's kind of weird. Hmm. Mm. Uh, right before, at the end of the pre-show, there, Triple H getting the crowd pumped up. Are you ready? So that was all right. And then we come into a soft open. Michael Cole welcoming us, and the first words out of my mouth: "Where's the opening video?" He was awfully concerned. I was. Pissed! I was getting ready. I had my phone out. I was looking up WWE contact info, and I was going to write a sternly worded letter. And then suddenly, it dips to black, and there's the opening video. Oh, there it is! Finally, we get an opening video. Okay. And yeah, was, they they teased you. They teased you for a couple minutes there. They they sure did. Yeah, got the. The teaser, but there was not a pleaser. Uh, the video was was pretty good. It was all right. Yeah, it, was it, all right. it could have been better, I but mean, it wasn't the worst one they've had in the past twelve months. Yeah, returning Hulk Hogan, kind of being the the narrator on that, which yeah, was brother. a bit of a surprise. Uh, the interesting thing, and it wouldn't be the only time pointed out, um, but they had to avoid using the phrase ready to rumble because mm -hmm. that's trademarked mm -hmm. so you had hogan mentioning such things as you know when you come here you gotta you gotta be rumble ready yeah <laughs> they're kind of cheesy way of trying to get around that um yeah it's like going to the supersized bowl yeah i but otherwise it was a lot of like just it was like bullet points that he was hitting and like oh we gotta have him say running wild at some point and we yeah, brother. It, it, it felt a little disjointed in, in some of that for my liking but yeah at least they kept the match footage to a minimum it was still in there and that annoys me yeah it doesn't uh, bother me quite as much it annoys me make a promo video make make a true open Make it open to the show. I don't need rehash stuff. That's for the 82 promos we're going to see during the show to fill the show. Because you can't fill well, the show. What, what I was surprised with was they they played the same videos before the match. What? That they, that they did no. in the middle of the match. Why would they And then they, they, they tried to re rehash the rehype. Two thirds of the way down. No, they would, but that's they would never do that, rude boy. But it, but it sounds like you guys are more than familiar familiar with that uh, that scheme, and uh, it it that's sounds a great like word for it scheme. Yes, well, stealing it, our time. Yeah, well, it, it's more of that they they were under the misbegotten belief that the audience is dumb and they're gonna forget everything right away so you oh, gotta replay these things right, over right. and over yes. again yes. because you may have forgotten the thing that you saw an hour ago yeah they're what going for the, the the member moments in the middle of the match or in the middle of the production it's but, kind of like uh, when you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like oh yeah that's where i put my social security card that's been in the same place for 12 years <laughs> <laughs> What's the code to my safe? Huh? They can't take my license away. What? 
that Anyways, America. <clears throat> yeah, well, they, they, they certainly have a technique to it. And uh, to me, it's way too easy to spot. Yeah, it's a formula. Yeah. But mm. after that uh, opening Zerp. package, we get the first surprise of the night. And yes. probably my favorite surprise of the night. And that is that we are going to get Pat McAfee on commentary. Which I was excited about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel there, everybody. Um, oh, I will keep this family friendly and leave it at that. Gonna, oh man, I was I was hoping to get him fired up. Like it was already well, okay. We're, well, let me let me take another let me take another draw of the finish long drink. And I'll give you my two cents. See, I, I'll just I'll just say I like McAfee only because he brings an energy to the commentary and a little bit of chaos, and it's not the same kind of because if you've listened to enough WWE commentary, it's like they hit the same notes and it's the same da da da, and I, they they don't have anybody who really gets like oh my gosh excited about stuff and i at least like the fact that he brings energy it's kind of yeah. like a very unpolished maro ronaldo because yeah. that's the thing that i always liked about maro ronaldo is that he was energy he yeah. was excited about what he was seeing maro ronaldo though could be a lot more classy in how he did it where i'll i'll say pat mcafee is very much the untamed <laughs> rough around the edges version of that but i at least like the fact that he brings energy and when he sees something cool he gets excited and i like that a little bit more that he okay. throws them off their game i like that wild card factor to the commentary if you took that same energy and you put that into the production manager that pipes into Vince McMahon. Oh, the, not anymore. No, 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 no. We, <laughs> we don't need. We don't. You don't need that. <laughs> Please, Lord, we do not need that. That's what he's been doing for the past. Uh, years. But if you were to put that energy, enthusiasm, uh, guidance into the people's ears, whether it be before the production or during production, the people's ears as a. Pr- producers uh the it takes time to graduate from uh generations past and announcers that have done things that you're so used to for a long time um if i were to equate it to something i can associate to being a blackhawks fan pat foley uh, legendary NHL announcer. He's done national broadcasts, has done Blackhawks broadcasts for the longest time. National trip. Whether it be on the uh, the radio, the TV, he just has a way of calling an NHL hockey game. Uh, it's something that, yeah, you, you hire a new generation once somebody retires and you move on to a new production altogether and it just doesn't feel right but pat if you were to take his his motive his energy and you put it behind the scenes and you just put it into their ear 
instead of having him be, uh, we'll say a character insert would be a lot more useful to me. Character insert. Well, is he bug burning? Well, it's it, he is. <laughs> He's yeah. turning into the Bugs Bunny of wrestling, <laughs> and he, he he tries to bring the younger generation in and this and this energy and and the shh and then the whole it it it, it, disillu- yeah. it disillusions the uh, the people that have come from wrestling and they're used to legendary broadcasters and you're trying to be like okay pat mcafee's number 23 uh and then he's like well i'm i'm going to to leave it at that but it's something that i think that you you inject too much change into an equation and you you begin to lose what it was but you can make the transition a little bit easier if you uh, try to associate one generation to another. Um, but I, it, it it's something that that's just my opinion, and I'm sure there's there's plenty of people that that have conflicting opinions. Change. Yeah, Change. but it, but yeah, it's it's just something. I I'm not a big fan of Pat, but that's that's my two cents. That's a that's a fair critique. That is a, a very fair critique on that. Now, what do you think about Marcelo Rodriguez and Jerry Soto, part of the Spanish commentary team? <laughs> Can we get to the actual match? No, I was going to beef about them too, <laughs> and Spanish. No, I, honestly, I if 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 people make the effort to. Uh, devote their time, their their energy to want to be part of something. Then, albeit to them to be paid as a professional to do their job, but there's also the uh, the aspect of saying, well, over the past five six years, how have you captured this audience's um, Opinions. How have you captured their energy? How have you captured their 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 favor? And and just trying to maybe in, incorporate a little bit of your techniques or the prior techniques into what you do and how you say things. Because um, I've I've seen it in in a lot of things. Um, sometimes in my own job even but that's that's a separate topic but uh in in broadcasting we'll say it's something that you you have a brand new broadcasting team you have sometimes a uh i mean pat is i will not call him a former wrestler He's a self-insert that wants energy, he wants the money, and he wants the um, time right now because he's like, well, I spent 38 seconds in the wrestling ring uh, this one Saturday night. Or he's like, it's just something else to take to his podcast, to shout to his, his audience. 
whoever decides to listen to them. I would stand up with the microphone, but I'm attached, so. It's, yeah, but it's something that he had his moment, and he had his moment to somehow insert himself into wrestling, which. Maybe later. Uh, that's 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 just my opinion, but it's it's something that it it's something I, I wish that you you would see uh, an, a legacy broadcaster and a new broadcaster do that for a year, and then transfer to uh, a broadcast team that's like, well, okay, we're live ringside, we're gonna we're gonna talk with so and so for for their thing. But it's 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 all about what you grow up with. You're you're used to a certain way, and then when things change, and it takes a such a massive twist in the way it happens. Uh, you have somebody that used to kick footballs for a living, and they're like, "Well, I'm I'm suddenly qualified to talk about wrestling." And it's, I I never watched wrestling growing up, but it's I, I see some parallels in how. Sometimes the you, you make so so hard of a turn that um, you sometimes might lose some fans because of the the twist. And I think that's why Kevin Patrick was fired because he kind of uh, and Ruboy, you might not remember who Kevin Patrick is, but he was mm-hmm. the commentator from Ireland. And he'd sat at the desk for a while in the pre-show or the kickoff my bad, the kickoff and was the Smackdown co-commentary part of the team on commentary for a while at least until this past Monday and then gone so a little bit of a change this week Uh, anyway thanks for your thoughts on that Rude Boy appreciate your commentary on commentary We'll get more thoughts uh, on Pat McAfee once you finish that drink and uh, live the high life as well. Uh, As we start talking wrestling, because that's what this whole thing is really all about. Uh, Again, the Royal Rumble tonight. St. Petersburg, Florida, Tropicana Field. A record for Tropicana Field. Tonight, 48,044 people stuffed to the rafters. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't obviously remember five years ago with being at uh, Phoenix with the Royal Rumble, uh, how many people we had, but it was around the same with uh, 40,000 some people there. So a lot of people coming to see that. And that also at a baseball field. They seem to like baseball fields for the Rumble. And I think it's because of how they have it set up now with them Mm -hmm. coming up. And out of the dugout. Yeah. Wish so. it was a straight shot. I don't like the curve in the middle, the turn, I, the bend. I don't I, like it. I don't mind the the, the curve, although I, I wish, and we'll talk a little bit more about their production, especially as we start here. Oh, yeah. They, but they really should just put a camera on a rail that follows it. That would just, mm-hmm. they could move back and forth. But, yeah. Now, the best time out of any to talk about the production value. Uh, yeah, I guess, because we're going into the first match. and Right out of the video. Botchamania. Camera guys tripping over other people. They got camera angles shooting off over here, shooting off over there. Here's a butt. There's a leg. 
Yep. Uh, some of the entrances, especially um, as people were entering the Rumble, they would just totally miss. Like, Orton was a great example, and that wasn't even, like, in the Rumble. But when Orton comes out, they, they were focused, and he'd just gone right past the camera. So you just kind of caught just the quick glimpse of him going, and then they cut was, to another angle. Was that Randy off, Orton's shoulder? And it cut <laughs> off, like, part of his head, and it was, like, that just his nose? two very... Very quick and like you guys don't have a better angle, but yeah, they had a lot of weird angle choices, a lot of missed things, um, and and you made the comment that you saw where somebody was saying like ah since Kevin Dunn is gone, this is like the best production ever, and it's like eh, there's some <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. <clears throat> let's, let's look at all the mistakes. Either you got a new director or y'all just don't care anymore. <laughs> I. Like, ah, full send it. Whatever. Take yeah. that camera. There's some ass in the middle of the screen. Let's take it. Yeah, so, production-wise, there there was quite a few kind of ugh, moments. So, Damn. and a lot, especially during the Rumble, like, they didn't know exactly what to focus on. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's just that the director didn't take good notes when he met with the agents, <clears throat> because usually they will kind of lay out, like, here are the high spots, here are the things that we're trying to get across. So the director kind of knows, hey, here's what I need to focus on. There may be action going on over here, but this is the story we're telling. It, it seems sometimes like <laughs> you're missing the thing that you were supposed to be getting. Big D says that maybe the camera guys were interns. Give them a break, haters. Well, he, he, you seem like an intern in this show, so. Ew, ooh, that's a call out right there. Ooh, straight, straight <laughs> shot. I, I, I mean, it, it's one of those things that, I, Big D, you'll have to let us know in the chat if you actually saw the show. But did you watch it, or is this your breaking news on all of the results? <laughs> uh, but, but the reason I, I say that is because uh, it you you have some experience in production as well. You would have probably called out these shots as well, because sometimes it was literally an entrance where it's like, "Whoops, oops, we missed catching that person. Let's jump to the other camera." Oh, he did not see it. So good. Thanks for joining us because this is going to be awesome. Or should I say awesome? Maybe if we ever get to the actual masters. Maybe. <laughs> There's only <laughs> Fun fact, I... the third Royal Rumble to be held in the Tampa Bay area. Uh, the first two were in 95 and 2021. First one was not held at Tropicana Field, but the 2021 Rumble was at Tropicana Field without an audience because the Thunderdome was there live loud and uh, in, in their person and their bubble. So don't you mean quiet and empty? And in their bubble with <laughs> with sound piped in. Oh, that's right. They did pipe in sound. Yes. <clears throat> Fake collapse. Mm -hmm. <sighs> um, uh, other pieces. Uh, the graphics again still. Still okay. Orion's uh, telling us that the Blues Brothers are ready to go. So we better get this show on the road. Yes, Big D, we would love your predictions. And not with a sarcastic laugh. I mean, we already know that you're sarcastic. So anybody else watching this, please drop your comments and your predictions in the chat. Because we want to hear from you. And while you're thinking about doing that, hit the, the like button, smash that sub button. Please help us. 
Rude Boy is clicking some buttons, and he's going to be one of our other viewers. And <laughs> click the click the thumbs up, please. I'm just hoping somebody else talks in chat, you know, because I mean, right? The fact that we actually have Big D here, I mean, he's probably lonely, you know. He's in the Big D Business Center by himself. So, somebody needs to keep him coming. <laughs> he needs, needs somebody. By the way, if you want to buy a, a T-shirt to support the show. Right here at uh, streamlabs.com slash beerbluesbs uh, if you're watching this or, of course, later the audio version, then check the show notes. So first match on the four-match card that still OMG went over is the women's rumble match. 30 women, approximately 90 seconds apart between entrants. We say that because last year and the year before we proved that whoever clicks the the ninety seconds sucks. Well, they they go at some things, and you know, like the 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 clear example that the clock is not on the clock actually happened in the men's rumble. Yes. With, and I know Kyle wasn't probably enjoying this segment, but when Pat McAfee got in to the actual match and out. You know, they said, oh, you, you were in for 38 seconds. But right before he, he dropped out for good, the little clock the popped clock up. flashed up. And then, they, and then they, right as Michael goes like, oh, he's been 38 seconds. 38 seconds. <laughs> it's not 90 yet. Yeah, I, I didn't notice that one, but they're, I wasn't so con- concerned about the, the clock timing as I was the the portions where they, they had awesome wrestling moments and they're like three two one and then they went to music intro and somebody's just getting clocked in the corner and then there's the panning shot of the ring yep and i'm like well the the match hasn't stopped yet yet somebody else is coming in but the the whole production is going to this yep and then it goes from somebody getting clocked in the corner to them clocking somebody else and Missing and the reversing action. the you know, well yeah i mean it, mm-hmm. i yeah that's that's production value for you i love this because one js gunslinger has found his way to the chat and is calling out big d js big d's a very lonely man that's why he's watching Chat on chat violence. I love to see it. And then uh, big, or I should say, uh, JS predicts for the women's rumble. No matter how many women end up in the match, Ronda Rousey for the win. So I mean, that's a bold prediction. Yes, she isn't working with WWE. And hey, that's his surprise entrant. You know, both the surprise (laughs) entrant and the winner. Yeah, that would be the first person to do that. He's got his picks. So (laughs) thanks for getting your picks in there, JS. Big D still hasn't, and clearly slacking on the job in the business center much too bi- much business to be dealing with apparently too i only had 90 minutes when i got home from from family obligations this afternoon to, well 90 minutes 90 seconds it's the same thing in in wrestling time so uh to, to get my predictions in and i and i got them in live during the show so so mm-hmm. gotta dedicate yourself you uh, again <clears throat> for your grand finale pick for the women's thirty woman rumble. You picked. He picked Becky Lynch. Oh, you picked. Yeah, Becky I picked Lynch. Becky. Okay, yeah. here you go. Your choice. 
I'm just going to tell people, if you wanted to know who Howard picked, go watch the prediction video. Oh, man. I, that's why we did the prediction video. That's that's true. <laughs> Put the link in the chat. We didn't have to wait. Yeah, smash your, smash your buttons in the chat. And then <laughs> yeah. Howard's the link the will be live. Now, and Howard's it will be posted. Half an hour back home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So but Howard's pick video. was. Go watch it. We made our predictions. All right. Rumble starts. We had our first surprise right off the bat. I didn't think it was much of a surprise because there was a lot of anticipation for some people that uh, Naomi would be there because she lives in the Orlando area right down the road, of course, and she was entrant number two. Um, Big D, surprise entrant of Trish and Asuka, the winner for no reason. Big D, thank you for smashing the keys. And you are now officially going on the sheet. You made the list! You just made the list. So the first entrant of the Women's Rumble was Natalia against second, the returning Naomi after walking out of the company over a year ago. Uh, This match, by the way, was one hour, five minutes exactly. So 65 minutes exactly. So... The order of elimination, we'll just go by by this because there's 30 of them and then it'll just make sense, I think. Does that sound like it'll make the most sense? Sure. Okay. You put your two cents in. Two! Uh, Indy Hartwell got eliminated by Bailey. She was the first elimination. LaRae by Bailey, Asuka, and Sane. Natalia by Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox by Bailey. Kari Sane by Asuka. Asuka by Bianca Belair. Jordan Grace by Bianca Belair. Uh, Carter by Piper Niven. Lee by Nia Jax. Niall by Nia Jax. Maxine Dupree by Bailey. Piper Niven by Nia Jax. Chance by Nia Jax. Green, uh, Chelsea Green by Becky Lynch. Valhalla by Nia Jax, uh, Fire by Naomi, Zelina Vega by Shayna Baszler, Shayna Baszler by Nia Jax, Mia Yim by Nia Jax, Shotzi by Nia Jax, Nia Jax by first time uh, entrant wrestler, her match, first match, uh, Jade Cargill, not Cardor. <laughs> <laughs> Cargol was Cargol was with Cardor. <clears throat> Thanks, Pat McAfee, for that one. Alright. Uh Zoe Stark by Liv Morgan. Uh Perez by Stratton. Becky Lynch by Jade Cargill. Naomi by Jade Cargill. Stratton by Bailey. Leaving Bailey, Bianca Belair, Jade Cargill, and Liv Morgan for your final four. So, Bianca Belair was eliminated by Bailey. Jade Cargill was eliminated by Liv Morgan. And the final two, Liv Morgan and Bailey, your Royal Rumble winner for the women's match was Bailey eliminating Liv Morgan. And <clears throat> out of uh, all of that, uh, Jordan Grace. The current TNA uh, Knockouts Champion, I was looking for the uh, word there, 
she made the she was really the biggest surprise entrant in my opinion out of this rumble uh, probably heard her name before or seen it on the Facebook pages but <clears throat> didn't didn't really ring a bell there out of everybody in this year's match Nia Jax had eight eliminations and Bailey had seven. Yeah, there were a couple of really great moments uh, throughout this. Uh, Chelsea Green, I, I loved they they had this kind of constant running bit of her mm -hmm. constantly getting crushed by either Nia Jax or Piper Niven, mm -hmm. and it just kept she got going. sandwiched like three times. Yeah, and, and you know, like then when she was down, and they kept landing on her, well, and got a screamer. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> It was a good bit of comedy that really helped make that kind of middle section of the rumble yeah. better. Because, you know, the rumble always starts off really strong. The middle kind of tends to drag and the end is always exciting. And mm -hmm. she brought, I, th I thought, a very humorous kind of tone to that middle section with kind mm -hmm. of this whole side story. The only thing that uh, I thought was missing is that when they eliminated Piper Niven... It, she should have landed on Chelsea Green, who was mm -hmm. on the floor actually already. And just it just would have killed her. It, it, it would have just, it, it just been like the, the the nice final note yeah. on that. Although they chose to go with one where uh, Chelsea finally avoids yep. <laughs> getting crushed at least once. It, it would have brought two jokes to a complete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Again, a production mistake. <laughs> Let's be honest here. Pre-plan. Yeah. The other uh, great moment that stands out to me that I thought was really enjoyable uh, was after um, Jade Cargill mm -hmm. threw out Nia Jax, and they cut to a little bit wider screen, and there's Becky Lynch just standing there with this big yep. <laughs> grin on her face. Just yep. That yep. was just, just laughing. That, it was, was, that was good. That was I one guess. production <laughs> plus for the night, right there. Yeah, the way that they did that, that was. <clears throat> We missed in the list, if you're counting people being named, uh, one was not in there of Valhalla because of her being eliminated and tying Chelsea Green's record for the quickest elimination in a women's Royal Rumble match at five seconds. And that is because of R-Truth entering the women's match. Unofficially. Unofficially. That, 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 that kicked off a about a 30 or 40 second sequence of just what what's go what 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 is going on? Get the kazoo. There was yeah. yeah it, it's it's uh, definitely playing on our um, truth's history of mistaking what the match actually is. So he came in at number twenty four in the women's rumble, thinking it was the men's rumble. Yep. I was hoping he would pin somebody at the at some point and and yeah. going off of the victory, but almost. Yeah, he had in a past yeah. rumble actually came out and started getting a ladder out because he thought it was money in the bank. It was either last year or the year before he had the ladder. Yeah, they 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 had featured that in in some replays and before before the sh in the pre show. Uh, what's his name from SiriusXM was going around interviewing people and he went into the, the batting area that's in the dugouts of Tropicana Field. Want to crack open some numbers for me? With his balls. 
Yeah, that bit didn't work for me. <laughs> I mean, no, it didn't. Yeah. The, I'd say that was the cringiest part of the pre-show he, right he there. His ball. Right. He drew his number out of there, but still. Yeah, he was on a betting cage. Baseballs is like, okay, like he's not that dumb. <laughs> At least little Jimmy could have told him, like, hey, these are baseballs. Yeah, that that one, that didn't land for me. But, yeah, him coming out during the women's rumble yeah. was good, and we'll play into what happens later. Yeah. So, but yeah, that gets us through the women's rumble. Mm-hmm. Overall, all right. Yeah. I will say. Uh, Lots of botches. Uh, the beginning of it was really rough. There, mm. there, <clears throat> there was a lot of missed stuff. A lot of botchamania. Yeah, just yeah. So out of out of a hundred, if you were to give it a score, what would you give it? Um, if 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 you want to, oh, that's a that's a nice score. I, I, that's pretty I, close I, to I, mine. I, I mean, I, I would probably give it a seventy, so a C <laughs> on the teacher. You give it a sixty-seven. Oh, the college scale, <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay, it passes. It, it's it's D's get degrees. It, it's it's passable, as I said. Uh, the the beginning was kind of rough, but there were some good comedy bits throughout, and yeah, it had, it had a decent ending to it. So, yeah, yeah. It, it felt like there was a. Uh, a decent story to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that there... Or at least they, they, they at least wanted to portray a story. Yeah, and I think there'll be some good storylines that come out of it. So, yeah. which is what the Rumble is for. It's to help yeah. start setting up your WrestleMania program. What I would good, love avenue, to see, good avenues for the future. Yeah, absolutely. And what I would love to see for next year and every year after that for the Rumble, even for the Men's Rumble, uh, this year was good. We'll talk about that uh, later at the beginning. But in the future for the women's, start out with four people. Because then you have a little bit more action happening. And there's there's not necessarily the like, hey, let's like try and wrestle or something. <laughs> and and try what, to would you spot. Would you say that you would do the match in maybe like a... A three or four minute increment, and you'd add a fatal four way every time through. No, no, no! Just right at the start of the match. Either oh, come three on! Or four people, and then still go with the ninety seconds. Uh, sorry, ninety seconds <coughs> uh, <laughs> as you're going through, just to add One. a little bit extra action right at the beginning, and maybe less of a possibility to make it look like they're overly trying and. I, well, how about you add a fatal four-way every two minutes? Yeah. <laughs> and there's too too many people. Too the action's too damn high, and then production doesn't know what's going on. I, I think it's, it's get better production. <laughs> I think you have to stress because I will not say that the wrestlers are the detriment to the production. Mm. Yeah. I will say that they are the best part. Yeah. I my my only thing you that I would say kind of to counter that thought kidder is it, it really depends on who your wrestlers are that you have yes. in there because yep. you had uh in the men's rumble we had the usos start off and it started off spoilers pretty pretty action-packed <laughs> yes. so I, I really think it means you know, <laughs> minus the first 15 seconds yeah. yeah we'll get to that though we'll get to that but you <clears throat> at least for the women's that's where i'm going well and, i i think yeah. you got to 
structure because what they did with the women's is they started off with maybe not their best wrestlers and they mm-hmm. they kind of saved those for later <clears throat> yeah. and i i think you got to do it just like you do your pay-per-view you need to have a couple of strong people out early at the beginning yeah. to kind of get that action going and, yep, and get you it. going and then you kind of put out your weaker or your not so hot you know your mid carters or right. maybe you know low carter here and there because playing kind devil's advocate right. had number three been in there that was bailey and there would have been a little bit better action. Uh, no, we still had some issues once Bailey got well, in. It wasn't really yeah. until Candice LeRae gets in <clears throat> mm-hmm. that she actually big br- action brought some energy to it because it was slow that first. Kyle's crashing for something. Well, I I have a question for you, gentlemen. For me or us? When, well, well, for the the Hell. for you guys and the Energy. people watching live in chat but when you say pay-per-view it used to be way back in the day you had to call your cable company and say hey i want to watch this or you want to press on the remote uh so premium live event pay-per-view whatever you decide to call this (laughs) they don't know either (laughs) um would you say there's a dilution of that because there's a lot of people that get the Peacock streaming service for free because of their cable subscription or because of their cell phone subscription or they're leeching off of their parents' cable line and they get to watch it, but they want to reach a broader audience? Um yeah, they where, absolutely want to get a, get to as many people as, as possible. Well, that's, it's that's where like that, Logan Paul comes in because they want to they want to get to his uh, eighty two billion followers and you know spread that cred. So the cred. Yeah, a big D in the chat putting his uh, chat in their uh, predictions as well with <clears throat> Logan Paul for the IC title and uh, Edge. And Christian coming back, and uh, CM Punk as the uh, winner uh, for the Fatal Four. Good mind. Our next match. Um. Uh, he picked L.A. Knight, yep. hitting yeah. somebody else yeah. than Reigns. Right. I did too. I, I summarized it because uh, I've already added up his score. I know where Big D placed in overall. <clears throat> the Big D Business Center. Mm-hmm. And uh, extra Roman Rock uh, connections there. So, perfect. All right. Uh, Rude Boy, any other final thoughts with, with what you were thinking? Oh, it was it was a good match. I, I enjoyed it. It, uh, it had its ups and downs, uh, story-wise and literally. So... Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was. I'd say it was a a quality opening match. Um, but yeah, the the production aspects aside, that that that, that might be its own show in itself. Pretty much. Yeah. So I'd let's let's like push to, on to match number two. I'd also like to see Nia Jax unemployed again. So that, mm. that would greatly help my interest in any match or show that she's on. Match number two for the night. 
is your fatal four-way for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. This match, 19 minutes, thir uh, 30 seconds. Yes, 30, 30. 19 and a half minutes long. Your champion, the WWE Universal Champion, undisputed, Roman Reigns with the wise man himself, Paul Heyman, versus AJ Styles versus Randy Horton versus L.A. Knight. Yeah! And uh, Big D has concluded his predictions. The team ECK of Internet Podcasting. Is he drunk again? What is he not? That's a good point. Cooking. I think he's calling us out as the winners of the night. <laughs> he's got his predictions in. Yeah. Uh, Rude Boy, this one, you went with? I went with L.A. Knight. Yeah! Yeah. I uh, I watched the pre-show, and I went with the hot pick. And uh, it was it was kind of a uh, underdog, I guess. But I, I know, and I watch enough uh, in passing, we'll say, to know that. It was a uh, low money and high risk bet, but uh, I went with the LA Knight. Edge Christian Kurt, you noobs? Like Kurt Angle? Yes. He's referring back, there was a little chunk of time where there was some comedy between Edge Christian and Kurt Angle. Oh, right. Very, very true. Yeah. I mean, this is like you, you can't call me a noob because I don't watch it enough to be called a noob. <laughs> So W to me. <laughs> like like JS's uh, pick. Thank you for me. watching, Big D. JS with the surprise entrant pick of Steve Blackman coming back. Uh, Farouk and Thrasher and Blackjack Wyndham coming in lays the smack down with a steel chair. Uh, I don't remember many steel chairs being present for rumble matches. Actually, it has happened. Like it has, but but many. Yeah, you know, because how many can you like remember? Uh, name off off the top of your head, like three. Uh, and any time that you had Mick Foley in, or when Raven was in, they tended to bring sure. weapons with them to the to the match. Sure. So it it has happened. Okay. It's it's not uncommon. Oh, they went Ruby for a second. He was golfing. <laughs> he's he's done with this. So yeah, in uh, the uh, teaser video, which you can watch, uh, we made our predictions. Uh, of course, you'll know this match. Nineteen minutes, thirty seconds long, and I thought this one <clears throat> with the subtraction of Roman Reigns was the match of the night. Really? I, I did. I disagree. Well, that's okay. That's why we're here. Yeah. I actually thought this match was kind of boring. I well, that's because Roman Reigns is in it. No, actually, it had nothing to do with Roman Reigns. Oh. I just yeah, nothing oh. really happened. In yeah, it. nothing crazy happened. But I like LA Knight, and I like Randy Orton. Lots of yeah. lots of momentum for both of those. AJ Styles ripped out of his mind. I, I, Did you notice that? Yeah, I mean, they were, <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> they're, they're this this had all the potential to be match of the night. Yes. It just it, it wasn't. They just didn't do mm. much. I mean, I did like the bit where they were competing and <laughs> bouncing each other off the table. Yeah, 
Yeah. That was that was good, but yep. after that, it just yeah. It was kind of everybody just got their stuff in, and then it was All right. done. All right. How about the shenanigans? Ah. Uh, yeah. Moderate shenanigans, right toward the end, the the three quarter mark of the match. Rude boys got strong opinions, and I want to hear about them. My well. I, I like to say that my line of thinking is very, we'll say, parallel to where Howard's is. It had the billing to almost overtake the Royal Rumble itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started watching the pre-show, and I, I, I tried to digest all the emotion and momentum for, for one wrestler and, and try and make my pick. Um, because because I don't watch it regularly, as you guys and the audience know. But it, it's something that I uh. <laughs> I, I I was hoping that you're just gonna say, yeah, the stupid interactions coming in, hosing around, and creating crap in the uh, it, back of the match can't have a clean finish. It, it's something that you you almost have one of those flare guns on a boat that's sinking. And you're ready to pull the trigger and at this was the 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 match that I had to pull the trigger and say this is where the boat's sinking because it's just <clears throat> Too much BS, too much that is going to uh, take a storyline and swing it 180 degrees. Just wait until the next match. But you wait. Yeah. Um, Yeah. To me, the thing with it is Solo's interference. Expected. Well, and did nothing. Yeah. It it did nothing. Really, except in, in my opinion, it undermined his existing confidence and his thousand and thirty-five days or whatever the count was of him being the universal champion. And then they show him at the well. I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, yeah, it, I mean it, it's a classic heel faction thing okay. to have that. So they're they're playing within the trope, but. My my thing about it is the only thing that it did was uh, allow them to get Paul Heyman's spoiler of stacking people <clears throat> up yes. to happen. Yep. But but that fat was- bald guy screaming at the camera before the match doesn't necessarily make the end of the match prediction possible. Well, well no, I'm, how about that? He's, he's giving spoilers. Right, and I'm just saying, like, he, he gave that line about, well, you know, at SummerSlam, he stacked Daniel Bryan and Edge up and pinned them both. He's going to do that, he, you know, here again. And so they, I think they did it just because, well, let's yeah, let's just, you know, replay that kind of moment and, and play with it. But that's all that Solo really did. And it just, eh, it, it didn't contribute anything to that match, yeah. If you ask me, <clears throat> yeah, that was one of the. Bi- that was, I'll say that's one of the 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 largest uh, shenanigans I've ever seen. Hmm. One of the largest. Just wait, Rude Boy. There's more. 
Just wait, there's more. So your winner for this one, uh, without a doubt and no waiver in my uh, prediction on this, Roman Reigns continuing the run off toward WrestleMania. All right. Next on the card is a singles match for the WWE United States Championship. Logan Paul, full of cred, your current champion, versus KO Kevin Owens. Lazy Goyle yelling at us, be right back! Guess he's going to be right back. He yelled it all the way from the Des Moines way. And we lost a viewer because of it. See that? Yeah. I mean, it is getting late. Yeah. Uh, who did he pick on this one? Uh, Logan Paul, he, right? He uh, he took... No, Kevin Owens. He took Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. He was a KO. KO pick. Mm-hmm. And both of us, of course, on the pre-show. You can watch that video. Please give us the click and hit the thumbs up button for us. That would greatly help us. Aside from that, hey... Thumbs up, please, and subscribe. You can also donate to the show, little as dollar a month. Links right on your screen if you're watching this, streamlabs.com slash BS, or in the show notes also below. All right, uh, this one, this did did have some pretty good, pretty good action to it, you know? I, you know... This is where I would say this is my match of the night. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's some real dislike of Logan Paul out there, but I think with with that dislike, with that cockiness, I thought him and Kevin Owens told a very good story mm-hmm. out there. They were entertaining, but you had your backs back and forths throughout it. Uh, you know, it... It really was kind of like it fit kind of the their dynamic and everything that they had set up. And I mm. felt like it was a good story. <clears throat> Even the shenanigans at the end, I was okay mm-hmm. with because it kind of sets up that there could be more right. to this. Sure. So Maybe at Elimination Chamber in Australia. Yeah. Next month. Four weeks away. Yeah. Because uh, maybe if you if you didn't see it, uh, this is a good back and forth match. Lots of you know, really different, <clears throat> big, pretty big spots. Middle, yep, some very big spots. Uh, but towards the end of it, you're going to get some interference. One of Logan Paul's cronies hops over the barricade. Security stops him. You get Austin Theory and Grayson Waller running down uh, mm-hmm. while Waller is distracting the security <coughs> and the ref, Austin Theory slips Logan Paul the brass knuckles. Yeah. He goes to swing. Kevin Owens sees it, catches it, pulls off the brass knuckles, nails Logan Paul, goes for the pin. The ref counts one, two, stops because he spots the brass knuckles because Kevin Owens forgot to take them off and we get a DQ. <coughs> So Logan Paul is your victor at 14 minutes exact. <laughs> Rude boy, leaning back there, and that would, would that? Uh, yes, I know you're going for it, but this is definitely our DraftKings screwy finish 
of the night. Ta-da! Uh, I certainly agree 101,000 <laughs> percent. Uh, yeah, I, I, I wanted Kevin Owens to win because of uh, the distaste for the. Oh, there it is. Yeah, Fred. Screwy finish of the night. <laughs> a little delay. Um, yeah, he he had a, a bone to pick, certainly, and he did every step along the way to uh, have some form of redemption, and he ends up getting uh, getting the shenanigans end of of it at the end of the match so and as uh, howie blues was saying that uh, with the screw at the end there this could and should set up uh more interactions here and potentially even logan paul defending this damn thing more than once every three months yeah especially because after the match uh you will actually get kevin owens coming in attacking logan paul and putting him through the announcer table mm-hmm. so i enjoyed that part that was that was my f- I, regardless of the the ending of the match Fullman. that was that was my favorite favorite part of the match because you had a wrestler that took a rube and put him in his place and, and because the match ends in a DQ, I I guarantee we're going to get to see another match between these two. And I'm okay with that. And mm-hmm. I think it'll have a stipulation of some sort. So it'll... Only knuckles. Kyle's favorite part still. Broadcast professionals over here. But I had to like our video. Nobody else is. <laughs> I liked it. But I, I would say that, that that's the thing with it is it, it set up further story. You Yes, you had Kevin Owen lose, but he lost not by pinfall. No. So it Kevin Owens comes off strong in this. People still hate Logan Paul. Yeah. You're, the whole crowd was pulling for KO, and the crowd knew that KO won legitimately. Yeah. So I. But. Yeah. Yeah. This is as I said. This is my match of the <laughs> night. I enjoyed this one immensely. And. Uh, uh, JS going back to uh, the last match there, uh, still in continuation with Roman Reigns running his dominance in the ring. Harvey Whippleman. Comes out from under the rings after Reigns thinks that he's won. Whippleman lands a drop kick, puts out his cigar in Reigns' face. Man, that's a tough, that's a tough pill to swallow. <laughs> but yeah, this this will we'll have to pre-order WWE 2024 to uh, to make that actually happen. You know, if they would actually uh, listen to us. They could make these things actually happen, you know, mm. like they used to do. They used to bug our room in, in El Forco Grande. They'd listen to our ideas all the time. That seems like a good idea. And two weeks later, we'd see it on. Like, hey, that's our thing. But A uh, multiplayer beer, blues, and BS rumble yeah. on Saturday nights. couple of spots in this. Yes, through the, the uh, commentary desk at the end. Great. Uh, how about the semi botch with Logan Paul landing on his hand? I 
Yeah, I mean, you have to remember the guy's only been wrestling for. You're right. Just, just how it looked like it really hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Big old indent I, right in. His I thought they they really tried to oversell Ko's right hand injury, and it, it it felt like they were like, oh, if he if he steps on his hand one or two more times, then he might be done. And uh, I mean, it, it was. I mean, I mean, it just felt like another step towards KO eventually putting this this guy in his place, even though he did lose on a technicality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I will say, KO's selling was consistent throughout. A lot of times when they yeah. when they're working an injury angle. It's amazing how many times you're like, oh, the leg, his knee is bothering him, but then I'm going to do this miraculous spot and my knee is fine until I need it to hurt again. But if you if you ever watch like KO throughout this entire match, mm-hmm. he was doing things to show that he was in pain. Like he'd go for the pop up power bomb, and you'd see him recoil, you know, as if I thought I thought Randy Orton sold his shoulder injury a little yeah. better yeah, eventually yeah, down the road. road excellent worker who who does that very well so fun, fun huh. fact for you i i learned this actually listening to a randy orton interview but early in his career he actually had several shoulder injuries and after that he realized man i i want to continue wrestling if this is going to continue to be a problem i need to change how i do this and so his entire offense for like the last 13 14 years he doesn't lift anybody he actually refuses. He doesn't do any suplexes or, or <clears throat> anything like that where he'd lift anybody because he was Don't afraid. He didn't want to hurt his own shoulder again. Mm. It's about the time that he uh, debuted the RKO. Is mm. is that was why he needed a finish. I've got another angle for you. Randy Orton will not suplex Kevin Owens. <laughs> <laughs> Out of nowhere! Out of nowhere! Yeah. Anyways, Randy Horton is a who. Ah, good stuff. Okay. There we go with uh, that match. And of course, your winner by disqualification is Logan Paul and still retains the United States Championship, which leads us to your main event. Got myself with that. Does he get to keep his cred? I, he, no, there, he's no, okay. in his bottle. Of, his <laughs> I actually forgot this. I don't know if you caught it uh, in it, but there was actually a little <clears throat> spot right kind of at the beginning of the match where Kevin Owens was on the outside, and one of the audience members actually had a bottle of Prime sitting kind of right by the, the barricade. As Kevin Go- Owens went by, he just pink, yeah. knocked it over. Swap, he swapped it over. Yeah. <laughs> so Hit the cred. Yeah, <clears throat> just... Knocked the bottle of Prime over and went. It was it was just so subtle, but he did it inside. I was too distracted in this match thinking of the South Park references to Craig, <laughs> like the whole time. I I, I had to show uh, Jerome because he was here. I had to show him, and he's like, "Holy crap! This is this is exactly right." And then he also shared that it's an actual thing. And kids are collecting the flavor bottles. And it's just like the special. I'm like, no way. I know South Park takes a lot from reality, but I didn't think it was that bad where people were collecting 
different flavors of a stupid sports drink. But then I think about it again that people are obsessed with getting a stupid drink container of a certain brand that apparently the paint has lead in. It's the Beanie Babies of uh, the 2020s, so. Whatever. Hey. Here we are. Fun fact. Uh, another fun fact, Howard, for the night. Well, hey, uh, this is more of like history with Howard. But Ooh, we don't, we don't have don't, that. We don't have that graphic uh, loaded. It's, uh, yes. Uh, but but hey, fun fact for you. Uh, back in the seventies. Back in old days. Uh, Dutch Boy Paint actually would advertise that their lead paint was actually flavored, and so they had a little sample book that had all of the different colors and like this is green and it's pistachio flavored and here's white and it's vanilla flavored encouraging people to lick their lead paint base lead based paint cool walls yep so bunch schnauzberries taste like do not lick the paint yeah as a disclaimer There's from the show don't don't drink out of the big fancy popular uh, mugs don't buy them don't waste your money instead buy a triple b glass that is non-lead paste paint and lead based paint yeah. and rub it off on me anyway. only vinyl graphics on the outside yeah Anyway, back to the main event. <laughs> main event. <laughs> yeah, 30 man Royal Rumble match for a world championship headlining match at WrestleMania in Philadelphia. Coming up just uh, 70 days. Uh, don't paint and stairs. Uh, that's a good one for Big D, who typically spends his days in enclosed spaces. I, I think we're going to have to send Big D a cease and desist. That clearly is treading on our tra on our trademark. Don't drink in stairs. It's true, true, a very true, true, uh, and that uh, truth can be seen at streamlabs.com/beerbluesbs or beerbluesbs.com, and click on merch because don't drink in stairs. Yeah. Don't, don't worry, Big D. We'll have our lawyers call your lawyers. Or just you. <laughs> just watch your mail. It'll follow you wherever you go. Uh, my first beef about the Royal Rumble match, talked about it a little bit earlier uh, here, not on the show, but this match needs to be at least a 40-man rumble. There need to be more entrants. Because then it can open it up to, again, the uh, uh, legends, a true surprise, the NXT up-and-comers, and really open up the whole roster. Now, we're not talking about the AEW roster, where they have like 8,300 people, but there's still enough people in the back who don't get a chance to experience a Royal Rumble and be in it for even five minutes. Mm -hmm. And if you're thinking, gosh, that would add to the time, you know what you do? You cut out one of the annoying promos before the match. We had a promo for the Elimination Chamber. We had a promo for WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. There was, I forget, I forget what else there was. But there was St. Like, Pete, the sponsor, that one of the sponsors of the show. St. Pete was in there. Slim Jim. Uh, no, that was before the, the Fatal 4-Way. Cricket Wireless. Uh, no, uh, but we had... Uh, oh, we also did... This was a weird placement. Talk about production. This is where they put their 
Royal Rumble by the numbers. Yeah. One which may like if you listened to it, it was like but it was clearly made to be before either of the Royal Rumble matches. Mm-hmm. And uh so where it played was kind of off because they were referencing things like Rhea Ripley has the longest time in yeah, the it was. Rumble, but that just got beast. Yeah, somebody somebody set a new record, but they Bailey. say they, they reference a new record, so Yes. Yeah. Bailey beat that by Couple minutes. minutes. Uh, Three, two, three or two, two. We'll go with that. So, keep people awake. Yeah. Thanks for watching. By the way, hit the sub button and the like button. Thanks. And the bell so you don't miss any new videos. So, other thoughts. I I thought that the the Royal Rumble was it was better paced out. Mm -hmm. You know, it started off very well with the uh jay and jimmy uso coming out as one two action and and they you know yes it took them a little bit to get started because they they got in each other's face and we were having a stare down and which i'm okay with right yeah because that's the first meeting between them since they turned on each other right and so it it was a nice way to start and it it really kind of again set up some of what then occurred throughout the rumble you constantly had jimmy anytime somebody came in and did a you know a move to jay jimmy was coming over like yeah. clapping and hey, let me shake your hand we're yeah. on the same team and then, yeah, I, I uh i i sent the text to mark at the beginning and i was like is this gonna be 90 seconds of them just kind of side-eyeing each other and i I was i was fully expecting them to stare at each other for 90 seconds until the next intro music played and i was thank i was very thankful it didn't truthfully it's about you know 62 seconds so (laughs) it was close enough but i mean it's i mean for for an intro to wrestlemania it could have been a little better but it uh they they made the best with the what they got i guess did you notice is the rumble match the men's match kept going on that the times kept speeding up a little bit between it, wrestlers? it did it did feel like it had some pace to it yeah maybe because there's maybe some more action constantly but i i'd have to go back and watch the the replay and yeah. And time it out, but yeah. um, may, maybe uh, I don't know who does the the timings, but maybe maybe it was Pat. Yeah, it, he, it, it, there's a couple of people that we've seen over the years as we've been covering this that have timed it, and I've timed it too. One year, it, mm-hmm. it's not a straight ninety seconds. It's they they will shift here and there because they will have their moments that they want to hit you yeah. know and and so they will kind of play with that and they will give a little bit more time if they're telling an important part of the story in the match and then other times they'll be like okay let's just but it it felt like the especially the men's match uh, there was there was something going on or about to go on and then it you you have the intro and it, it it swapped fast and it swapped back and it swapped back to the match and it you didn't get the full intro but you also didn't get the full story of what was going on in the ring yeah 
some of that, or it, or it, or it changed just because of the the dynamics of the intro with somebody else, or or what have you. So yeah. <clears throat> so we know who uh, I picked. Obviously, uh, we know who you picked. Yep. Who did you pick, Rude Boy? I picked the Chicago man's Mr. CM Punk. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, your surprise entrant? Uh, he had either Stone Cold or The Undertaker, and I gave him both because the odds of those coming through... Uh, we're, we're, I was going for big money. Those, those <laughs> hey, those were those were big predictions. Yeah. Uh, compared to some of the people, we went out on two limbs at once, and so we had to go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, order of entrance. Uh, I'll I'll give you the thirty entrance, and then we'll go down uh, the eliminations from there. All right. Number one, Jay. Uso, Mr. Main Event Jay Uso himself. Number two, Jimmy Uso. Number three, Grayson Waller. Number four, who I think was probably the biggest surprise entrant for the Men's Rumble, was Andrade El Idolo, or whatever he's going by now that he's back in WWE, a la Mr. Charlotte Flair. And go for that one. Number five, Carmelo Hayes. Number six, Shinsuke Nakamura. Seven, Santos Escobar. Eight, Karrion Cross. Nine, Dirty Dominic Mysterio. Number ten, is cool. Is Calito. Uh, number eleven, Bobby Lashley. Number twelve, Ludwig Kaiser. Thirteen, Austin Theory. 14, Finn Baller. 15, my son Cody Rhodes. My son Cody Rhodes coming down to the ring. He's going to talk. Uh, 16, Bronson Reed. 17, Kofi. Kofi Kingston. Uh, at 18, Gunta. 19, Ivar. 20 was Braun Breaker. 21, as interesting as a wet paper bag, Omas. Number two, 22, that is, double twos, Pat McAfee, and I have a beef about that, which we'll talk about after the eliminations. 23 was J.D. McDonough. Number 24, as Howard previewed in the Women's Rumble, R-Truth. 25, Dumb is. 26, Damian Priest. 27, CM Punk. 28, Ricochet, 29, Drew McIntyre, and number 30, Sami Zayn. First to be eliminated, Grayson Waller. Number two, Escobar. Number three, Carlito. Number four, Cross. Number five, Lashley. Number six, Hayes. Number seven, Theory. Number eight, Andrade. Number nine, Nakamura. 10, Kaiser. 11, Kofi. 12, Jimmy Uso. 13, Baller. 14, Reed. 15, Ivar. Number 16, Pat McAfee himself. Big D signing off. Jet lag whipping his butt. You have a good one, too.
You can't even stay around to see who won the damn match. Number 17, the elimination, Omas. 18, Breaker. 19, McDonough. 20, R-Truth. 21, Mysterio. 22, Damiz. 23, J Uso. 24, Ricochet. 25, Priest. 26, Zane. Leaving your final four of Drew McIntyre, CM Punk, Gunta, and my son, Cody Rhodes. So, your elimination, 27th elimination, Drew McIntyre, 28th, Gunta, and 29, the final elimination, because your final two are CM Punk and Cody Rhodes. Final elimination, CM Punk, meaning the winner, and uh, now holder of a title shot, is my son, Cody Rhodes, the son of a son of a plumber. He's wined and dined with the finest of things, and he's dined on pork and beans. And things. And the whole promo. So there you go. Winner of the Royal yeah. Rumble. Uh, second year in a row, and he's the fourth person to win two Rumbles consecutively. Cody Rhodes. What did you think, Howie? I, I thought it was a good Rumble. I, I thought there were a lot of... Um, Again, just nice little spots throughout mm-hmm. um, with it. Uh, I was trying to remember some of the bigger kind of moments that occurred within it that were worth mentioning. <coughs> you had kind of the the little uh, feud between Karrion Cross and Bobby Lashley. The Authors of Pain get involved. Mm-hmm. You have them kind of fight through. We got an apple spit out of Carlito. That was that's cool. <laughs> that was pretty much the only reason he was in there. <laughs> that's cool. I, I was I was hoping for Nakamura to go deep. I, I, he was just entertaining to watch. I, he it was, it was a good time. You wanted the red mist. Uh, I, I was, it was just. I mean, uh, it was just something that he was. He he caught my attention. And I I thought he would make it to maybe the. Final five or seven or something. Side note, that was one hour, eight minutes, 25 seconds. So an hour, eight, 25. Um, To continue your thoughts momentarily, scrolling down the list, the highest number of eliminations was Cody Rhodes with four, tied with Braun Breaker at four, and then Gunther had three, and then CM Punk with two, Bobby Lashley with two, um, and then a bunch of others with one. Drew McIntyre also had two. Uh, a couple of other little things. Uh, Kofi Kingston did <coughs> not try any special uh, save this year. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that that's because the last few years when he's tried to do that, it hasn't worked. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyrie Sane tried one in the the women's match where she somehow managed to spider cling to the side of the <laughs> ring. A little spider. Monster. And I, I think that they were going to try and have her get back in, but I think that that was a, a slip mm-hmm. that they weren't able to pull her back in. Um, yeah. But still, uh, nothing from Kofi looked good. It was an extreme effort. Yeah, it was good. 
Nothing. He still has some theatrics here and there, but they they're like a three, two, one, and like it looked like he was going to go over, and then they 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 may have cut to the the next intro. So, yeah. uh, otherwise, uh, really, I thought the end went a bit too long between Cody and CM Punk. Yes. It wasn't bad, but it almost it almost felt like we'd gone through the entire Royal Rumble, and now we're having a match mm-hmm. on top of it. And they they took up probably a good eight ten minutes just at the end, just the two of them, and yeah. it was okay, but it was kind of repetitive. It was it was very much crossroads, make an attempt, go to sleep, make an attempt. It, mm-hmm. It's just nothing really kind of happened with that. It was kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd say if, if I were to get one prediction right tonight, it was my prediction of the start of this podcast would be about 11 p.m. And <laughs> I mean, uh, not to say that it, the men's match went too long or not, but uh, yeah, it was something that Mark was like, oh, yeah, I think we'll be ready to go start podcasting about 10.30. So, I, yeah. Truthfully, they would have cut out some of the extra promos in the show. We probably could have got there. So... Uh, the last interesting thing that I had uh, was at the end, we had Cody Rhodes seemingly calling out Roman Reigns at the end, mm-hmm. which is interesting because like everybody's big rumor has been The Rock versus Roman Reigns, yeah. and so it's weird if, if Cody, this signifies maybe some change, maybe something happened, maybe The Rock's schedule is suddenly booked up and he can't make yeah. Mania. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there, but that is definitely a change that I don't think mm-hmm. anybody was expecting. But those are my thoughts on it. Yeah. It's good. I like the uh, straight call-out because both Rollins and Reigns were in the arena watching the, 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 the finale of the match. And so I like that. That was all right. Because mm-hmm. normally it's just them pointing at the sign, fireworks, and then, Good night, everybody, from wherever we are. Yeah, and the promo video at the end very good I'm glad that they brought that back they must have been listening to at least that part of our shows because I've talked about it for a while and they it's been a while since they started doing it again but they didn't do it for the longest time and it just felt like there's something missing at the end um, I would have liked to have seen CM Punk win it but I also think this potentially opens it up for him to now just move into the World Heavyweight Championship picture, take on Rollins. Yeah, I mean, and again, it goes to if you're changing it up, if you don't have The Rock and now you need somebody for Roman, this Mm -hmm. gets you somebody for Roman. You already kind of have the feud started between Rollins and Punk, Mm -hmm. so, you know, you you can make that work. Yeah. So, so. Ruboy, your uh, closing thoughts on uh, the men's rumble there? Yeah, it was it was exciting. I was uh, pulling for for CM Punk to win, but uh, didn't come to fruition. But I uh, I enjoyed the the. It was it was something that you you would think that. He would pull for a few more opportunities because I, I saw the the tactical uh, and, and smartness out of the women's match of 
being able to take out multiple opponents in, in one swoop that, uh, that, that Bailey had. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I was hoping that maybe CM Punk might be able to go along that same track. Um, because, um, it was, uh, Gunther and, um, Drew McIntyre, or I think it was, it was either McIntyre or, um, who was it? Somebody else was on the ropes at the same time. They were kind of wrestling each other, just both on the ropes, kind of. And I was hoping that CM Punk would come in and just foul swoop them out and just take a two for one kind of type of moment. But didn't happen. But um, yeah. that that sometimes doesn't happen in the men's matches. So how she goes. Yeah, but it was it was entertaining. It was a good show. Nice. Was, it was good to see CM Punk come back. Uh, right, I like it. First match, uh, ten years to the day, uh, when he uh, last wrestled his television yeah. match from in WWE, and of course, ten years and change from that year's Royal Rumble. Uh, other than that, <clears throat> uh, my issues: Omas should not be employed. Is as interesting as a wet paper bag. Um, keep MVP. Have him go back to Bobby Lashley and his group. Perfect. Or have him go back to wrestling. And then he's balling. Or whatever. Um, Pat McAfee segment. Cool that he got called up for the Rumble to wrestle. Um, that whole shock of, like, well, he's on commentary and I got to wrestle. Okay, that I like that. What he did? Dumb. Eliminating himself. I didn't like it. You know, the thing is, is that's an homage to the 2001. Oh. This one? I probably um, so, fell asleep. So the 2001 Royal Rumble you had coming out, first and second were Matt and Jeff Hardy. Third coming out was comic legend Drew Carey. <clears throat> who, uh, yes. who, who stood outside the ring until uh, Matt and Jeff had pretty much eliminated each other. He gets in the ring and... He's cheering, right? Yeah, and the fourth uh, entrant is Kane, the big red machine. Yep. yep. And as Kane enters the ring, Drew gets scared and jumps over and eliminates himself. Yeah. And that's kind of what this was. This was meant to be a little bit of a comedy moment of him kind of looking at these two really big guys and going, I am not, <laughs> you know, I should not be doing this. And so, you know, he he should have left after the first time, and it would have been a lot more funny than him jumping back in the ring and be like, yeah, I might have another chance at these guys, but maybe I don't have anybody in my corner type of feel. Yeah, I... I, the second one was a little awkward, but I I, I didn't hate it. Mm. And again, it's because we've seen something like this right. before, and it was meant to be more of a comedy segment. I would have rather it have been from somebody like Santino, you know, a comedic character. Like, ah, I just got called in. 
And I know McAfee can be the comedic element, but he's also the serious wrestler at times, where he's he's done a lot of the serious work. Where a character like Santino, and I pick on him especially because he wasn't in, and he holds the record for the fastest elimination in the Rumble. Uh, that that would have been a perfect like. He gets called in, and he's bringing up the Cobra. And then he's like, nope, and he turns around and leaves. Well, I, I mentioned it to Mark during the, the matches when we were back and forth while I was live. Uh, during the Fatal 4-Way, there was a huge collision just next to the, the table. And it would have been an awful shame if they were just to kind of angle it a different way and kind of have somebody kind of on the side of the announcer table kind of like this and be like, oh, and somebody comes in this way and Pat's right over here, right behind me, and be like, oh, and he goes and his headset goes flying and and suddenly there's no more Pat or he comes back and... That that would have been my my pet entertainment for the match, but that's yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so I I get your your take on that it should be comedic, but also when he has wrestled, he's you know because he's not a huge guy actually yeah. for a former pro football player. Well, he's a kicker, a short king, uh, well, if you will. <laughs> Whatever, man, football and sports. <laughs> yeah, sports. So maybe we'll get viewers to start talking about sports and how punters are sport ball. Kickers. Go sports! Yay! Yeah. Super Bowl, Duper Bowl coming up. So anyway, <clears throat> I, I guess that's anyway. all I have. Um, out of the list is all right. I wish Kane would have been in there. Continue his record of number of appearances. Because I think he still holds the most appearances in Rumbles. He does. And I don't think he has the record for eliminations. I think Lesnar has that, but I don't remember. Yeah. Maybe McIntyre. No, McIntyre wouldn't have it yet. Anyway, that's research that we could have done before this and then taken notes on it. But eh, it just is what it is. So thanks for making it this far in the video. Yeah. So uh, let's let's hit some final takes on the Royal Rumble. Okay. Overall impression, and, and let's give it a, a good letter grade. You know, the teacher in me goes for the letter grades. So, Rude Boy Kyle, overall take on the on the whole show and a letter grade. Uh, let's see. Show altogether. Watching from the pre-show, starting at six. Show starting at seven and ending right around eleven or so. I'd give it a B minus. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. I'm going about a a three point seven. I asked for a letter grade. Clearly, yeah. Kidder does not fuck. <laughs> nope. I make my own rules. I'm a trailblazer. Let's let's just knock one. Three point seven out of seven. <laughs> I I I'm right there with you, Kyle, on a on a B minus. Yeah, for for it. it there there is you could you can tell there is a lot of effort, but there is also a lot of 
like you could see two things going this way and then they totally miss Mm-hmm. because of either production or the storyline or whatever else that they had to mingle in with it but too many cooks in the kitchen i guess for you i will upgrade my number value to a c plus okay mm. okay which is pulling it above a 3.6 yes <laughs> all right uh in the prediction game uh out of a total out of a total six points that were possible, uh, four for the matches, and then one for a surprise entrant in both the male and female. Um, uh, Kyle, I hate to tell you, you came in last. You had zero correct. Uh, Big D Close. Uh, would be next. He got one correct. He got Logan Paul correct. Uh, we'll, we'll skip the two people who aren't here or watching. Uh, <laughs> JS. <clears throat> well, I didn't even count JS because JS just makes wild, crazy predictions, and I just know he's going to score a zero. But he gets an A. Welcome to the club. <laughs> Eleven D points. Yeah. Um, so that brings us to tied for second place. Uh, is myself and the AI, uh, Google Bard. Wow. We, we tied at two correct. Two! Uh, not the same two, but uh, we, we did have two correct. Uh, and Kidder, you are now the proud owner of Bragging Rights. You got three correct. You were the winner of the night. Yeah! So, <clears throat> there you go. There you go. And uh, with that... Kidder, we've been talking for Joke quite a while. from last night yeah. and three weeks away. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a round of applause. A round of applause, yes. Uh, <clears throat> it's uh, been a lot of talking. I still got a half an hour to drive home and, yeah. and go, go to bed. So, so we should wrap this thing up and uh, maybe hit some cheap plugs. Okay. Would you like to do it or would you like me to? Oh, man. The decisions are heavy. We can make Ruboy do it. Cue the teleprompter. <laughs> I don't have it in front of me. You gotta give it to me. Oh, so so it's down to you or I. Make make him do it, but then we'll be here another half an hour. Google Podcast is going away, so don't listen on that. But everything else, it's all good. But you can still subscribe until it goes away. <laughs> Okay, beerbluesbs.com. Visit it. Visit it often. Buy us a beer. We need more because I'm out and he's out and he didn't even have one. Uh, aside from that, down here, streamlabs.com slash beerbluesbs. Subscribe. A little as $1 a month helps to uh, help quench the thirst of some thirsty podcast hosts and things. Plus, it's a lot every month for us to keep this whole thing and the lights on and stuff. So hey, we might actually get some script writers. Nope, the lights just went out. Oh, yeah, crap. you're gonna look like a rude boy over there, living in the shadows. <laughs> oh no, ain't nobody got no power. <clears throat> um, so again, uh, subscribe uh, and donate to the show streamlab.com/slash/beerbluesbs. Buy our merch. We'd love for you to join us with the merch. Lots of cool stuff from pint glasses to shirts, hats, signs, uh, floor mats, shower curtains, Big D Business Center merch, much more. Uh, that's all, beerbluesbs.com, click on merch, and of course, 
streamlabs.com slash beerbluesbs. We'd love for you to follow us everywhere as well. Please, uh, just not in person. Uh, on Facebook and Instagram is the best place to do that. Click the thumbs up. Also on YouTube, subscribe and click the thumbs up on the videos. Help us get the likes because uh, that gets us in front of more people like you. So thank you for helping us get in front of the peoples. We are the People's Podcast. Are we? Yeah. Cool. Thanks to people. At least 100. Thanks, people. <laughs> At least 100. <clears throat> do what? And, th- and thank you for having me on for another excellent wrestling review. Hey, you're welcome, Rude Boy. Thanks for taking the like seven hours out of your day to watch uh, the WWE content, and then yeah. uh, two hours out of your day to do this. <clears throat> uh, aside from that, the audio versions are on every audio service out there for podcasts. So search for Beer Blues NBS again, Beer Blues NBS, and please subscribe to each of those. Like, subscribe, share. All the good stuff. But Facebook and Instagram are two places, two places to go and follow the show. And uh, drop your comments, too. And if you haven't done that yet, the comments on this video, we want to hear from you. What did you think? Did you like the show? Did you not like the show? And we're talking Royal Rumble. But if you don't like this show, or you do like this show, let us know about that, too. Because that would be A-OK. So, um, rapid final thoughts, Howard. I'm tired. I want to go to bed. Okay. Rude Sweet boy. dreams, Howard. Hey, that's a good. That's that's awfully caring of Rude Boy Kyle. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Even if he is wrong about Pat McAfee. Uh, um, no, no, you don't get that final thought. You gotta save mm, that for next Friday when we do another show. Unsweet your dreams, Howard. <laughs> unsweet your. He's gonna get unsweetened teeth. Sour dreams. <laughs> okay. You know, nightmares are also dreams too. So my son Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare. All right, and with that, I'm gonna wish those on my enemies or my friends. He's the rude boy. Rude boy Kyle, rudest rude boy of them all. He's Howard Blues, and I'm the man, the myth, legend, Mark Kidder. Thanks for joining us for this and every episode of uh, Beer Blues and BS. <sighs> Have a good one. Uh, keep your glass at least half full. There's free beer tomorrow, and we will catch you on down that top rope elimination. Tuscan Highway is rude boy finally cracks into the high life because that's where it is. ASMR Cheers. and all. Good night, everybody, from the Triple B South and Southern South of the Des Moines Way. Okay? Say bye, Howard. Bye, Howard. <laughs>